from the new recording lair located deep beneath the Wine and Spirit Store in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Masonic Light Podcast. Studio 665 presents Masonic Light Podcast. This show is recorded by Masons, for Masons, and is for entertainment purposes only. And please, no wagering. This podcast is not endorsed by any Grand Lodge, and the ridiculous ramblings of the hosts are their own. And now, here's your host. Hey, everybody. We're back. Episode number 150. 150. 150. Calling you from the Finally. Calling you from the MASH unit. Really? (laughs) Man, oh man, what a trip. So we've been off for a couple months. Um... Mainly because, <laughs> let me see him. Larry and myself have been sick. As far as Tim, trying for three months to have a colonoscopy. Apparently, he just can't stop eating because <laughs> they go to do his clean out, and there's always extra. <laughs> oh. oh God! <laughs> Some would just say I'm full of crap. Oh. <laughs> So uh, we'll start with Jack, oh, and I'll man. try and cough off mic. <laughs> we don't even have those fancy cough buttons yeah, we that don't they have, have in studios. Yeah. Those are cool. Josh um, can drop my levels down. So what, Masonically, last couple weeks, not really very much, teaching the new guys, trying to get something started here at Ephrata, and it's not really catching on. I, I wish that it would, but I'm here every Monday night. To talk to the candidates and, you know, instruct and dialogue and ritual work and, you know, stuff, Masonic. And uh, I'd really like to get that to be a regular thing where guys just know, hey, Monday night, somebody's going to be at the lodge. I'm going to drop in. Um, I, I, would, I would love for that to just organically develop um, out of what we're doing on Monday nights. I, it's very distracting. Pete is over here hemorrhaging on the floor. <coughs> yeah. Um, OJ had the bloody glove. Pete has the dirty sock. Or the Pete's, bloody Pete's sock. got the uh, yeah. What's um? You, you ready? Appar- to- apparently, I must have kicked something with my edema laden left leg. <laughs> and um, it was heavy. It's like a crime scene in the studio. Yeah, I may have to like stop at freaking urgent care and have somebody. St- no, I, I really wish you would. St- yes. Stitch his foot back. No, because they always send you back to the hospital because they always like oh I'm not touching that. Oh uh, man, okay. Wow. So, what have you been up to, Josh? <laughs> uh, I've been uh, I've been nonstop working and nothing else. Unfortunately. Wow. Fine. Yeah, I haven't I haven't really been able to do anything Masonic. Except, you put together an episode all by yourself. Yes, you of, did, yeah. dude. See, you're mm. the Dugapalooza. I'm sorry, the Dugapalooza. It's yes. So you did that. He just went did back into the archives. Himself. He yeah. knew that the listeners missed us so much, and we've gotten so great response from that. that we by should the way. put out a whole episode of somebody else, yeah. right? Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I was on it. <laughs> you guys were all on it, right? Yeah, at some level, at some yeah. point. Yeah. Timmy, what have you been up to? Timmy, yeah. 
Smoking cigars in Harrisburg? Smoking cigars in Harrisburg, smoking cigars with the Cigar Lodge. Smoking cigars uh, in Ephrata. Right, wherever I can. Um, doing a lot of trainings around the state, uh, re- most recently with Districts 3, 42, and 46. Been meeting with secretaries and treasurers, trying to k- keep the Grandview system operational, which is no easy task. <clears throat> but um, actually, Jack and I, Jack left one thing off he'd done recently. Uh, we met with a group of folks um, connected with Zimbo Shrine um, regarding membership, uh, kind yeah, of a huh? quasi-membership committee. Quasi. And so uh, working with them on some ideas. Uh, the Valley of Harrisburg uh, had a group from the Northern Masonic Jurisdiction come down and film the 21st Degree, uh, which was performed by the actors from the Valley and that will be appearing on an upcoming episode of Thursday Night at the Right. I believe it's sometime in April, so you can look forward to that. And then last evening, I had the um, opportunity to attend the Oyster Feed sponsored by Perry Lodge number 458 in Marysville. Uh, they had 73 people in attendance. What were you guys feeding the oysters? <clears throat> we were feeding them human stomachs. Mm. From the inside out. From the inside out. Um, actually, the uh, new uh, district deputy grandmaster in that area, that's his home lodge, and said it was one of the largest attendance uh, events that he'd ever seen in that lodge. So it, it, was It's just shocking to me that central Pennsylvania should be the home of so many oyster feeds. Oh, get them right out of the like, Susquehanna right, River. It's like, <laughs> what? Yeah, the oyster beds of the Susquehanna River right. somewhere. Anyway. So other than that, just uh, Eureka West Shore Lodge number 302 stuff. Um, we're two meetings into the year already. So all good. No one has been killed or maimed. We've read four, five petitions so far this uh, year. Awesome. That's great. great. Uncle Larry? Instead of listing, it just woke like, up. It looked like uh, what is the the auto mechanic things right. that the Disney people do. Well, uh, well, you can list medical things instead. Uh, well, too much. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been since December, January. Tall cedars, a lot of meetings for tall cedars, ghosting gridiron on and off. But been doing that. Uh, been the lodge in December. No, December, yeah. January. Went to the degree the degree work in January for Holden Green. Uh, didn't make a lodge meeting this Tuesday night, but no, I've been been sort of active. Uh, How many I, medical I'm, I'm appointments? Active, I'm active when the gummies work in <laughs> THCs oh, in my bloodstream. I'm okay. Hey, uh, Caramba. Yeah. Well, THC. Well, explain your real back issue. What was that called? Uh, it's called spinal stenosis. It's a narrowing of the canal that runs down through your spine by arthritis and so forth. And it starts to make it narrower and it starts impacting on the nerves. And the back pain's pretty tremendous. So they're going to try to do pain management treatments to see how that helps. Bottom line is I saw the surgeon today. They're going to have to operate probably. Ooh. In six months or so, or whatever. Have they tried electroshock therapy? I can't because of my pacemaker. Oh, I guess that would short that out, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, would. Yeah. 
That would be convulsive. That would be bad. That would be... La, 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 la. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was at the heart doctor on Monday, and she said, "Have you do a pacemaker? How's it working?" I said, "I guess fine. You don't know. You haven't been shocked. No, I've never been shocked. In the twenty years I've had one, it's never been shocked. I understand for people who were, you'll know it." Did she ask if you wanted to try it? No. <laughs> no, and they could. Yeah, no, no. She never asked me that. No, 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 no. I don't need that experience. <clears throat> My year, ever since taking over as assistant secretary at the Valley of Reading, <clears throat> has been kind of busy, and I've, it's really cut me out of other Masonic activities, which I'm glad for. Um, you know, our, our building is finally back open. Oh, good. Um, we believe the person that started the fire there mm-hmm. is in prison for something else violating parole and something else but we're not <clears throat> there's no we're not sure um getting ready for the spring reunion getting ready for a right on the road that we're going to be doing in paoli cool so that and probably 11 days in the hospital spread out and uh nine doctors that don't agree on anything <clears throat> and finally after nine months they agree with the thing that I said it might be six months ago so that's frustrating but oh well well it's good to have you in the studio it's good to be here as long as I don't fall down the stairs <laughs> bang my leg cut your leg open oh my god you see the carbon under where he's sitting oh my god oh if you saw the front it's of like my the shin, shining in here uh, if you right? saw my shin you'd be very disturbed like <laughs> i saw red it rum. Yeah. Red yeah. Rum. Yeah. but let's take a quick, a quick break and we're gonna come back and we're gonna have a shoe before we take a break <laughs> looking at your shin reminded me of bruges belgium when i had 21 stitches put in my leg oh yeah that's Ooh. how bad it looked Wow. Is that going to happen to all of us, one at a time? Oh, jeez. I'm out. No. If that's going to, that's not a thing. Yeah, I'm tapping out on that. All right. We'll be right back. Why choose George J. Grove & Sons for your next home improvement project? At George J. Grove & Sons, we've built our reputation on quality and trust for more than 50 years. For planning to materials to installation, George J. Grove promises a home improvement experience second to none. Whether your goal is reducing energy costs, decreasing maintenance, updating curb appeal, or simply increasing the value of your home, the George J. Grove team will recommend and provide solutions that stand the test of time. Call 717-393-0859 for an estimate or visit us at georgejgrove.com. And we're all in the studio, and, and we were sitting around earlier saying, man, this is great. I'm glad we're back. I miss you guys. Um, we don't really have a show. We had, uh, before, the, before our hiatus, 
we had a bunch of people all lined up uh, in the queue, and we just a couple days ago decided, nah, let's, uh, we're all <laughs> we're all drawing breath. Let's get in the studio." So, um, so we're here, and um, all those guests we had are still on the board, but we have to remember now who they were and why we wanted to talk to them. So um, anyway, so the show tonight is just going to be kind of just us um, getting back together again. Um, sorry you weren't at dinner with us. There were many good stories shared at dinner. We which, probably had a good show there. Yeah, we had we had a good show there, and and uh, and we're sorry you couldn't make it. But uh, so Tim, um, since you're sitting in my direct line of sight, what um, what came up for you uh, in this hiatus? What did you discover about the show and us and that sort of thing? Well, you know, we kept posting um, our. <laughs> The fact that we that four fifths of us were on the disabled list in one way, shape, or another, and uh, it really was great to hear from so many of our listeners, um, <clears throat> getting comments on our Facebook page, and uh, I would run into folks in in various gatherings that I would attend, and people genuinely concerned, which was great. Uh, that's what Freemasons are all about. Um, you know, we expect Larry to be sick. Um, <laughs> but, it's almost as if that was a gag. Yeah, so. it's almost like that's part of our gig here. But um, you know, um, you know, Pete's been dealing with a mountain full of stuff. Uh, I'm trying to get a simple colonoscopy done, and between the doctor being out with COVID and, and me getting the flu, and then as Pete, eating wings at midnight and eating wings at midnight, it which sounds is like not, a country music uh, song, I don't right? Know. Exactly. Um, but but literally, you know, I've got like it took them seven pokes in my hand, and finally up here in my arm to get an IV in, um, because they scheduled me at one thirty in the afternoon, and <laughs> the doctor said, "Yeah, we're not going to do you in the afternoon anymore. We need to do you in the morning. Why didn't you come in the morning?" And I said, "Well, when I scheduled in the morning, they said tried to schedule in the morning. They said it was those were being held for diabetics." <clears throat> he said, next time, make them give you a morning appointment. You were basically dehydrated, and, you know, I have tough veins anyway to, to, to find. And um, it was not a fun experience and then was even less fun when they brought me out. And it was like, oh, you had a fairly decent report, but we got to a certain spot and then couldn't go any further. Uh, and I'm like, well, you had me out. Couldn't you just pressure wash the rest of it out? I was would not going to know the difference, but uh, he kind of laughed at that. But, um, yeah, you know, getting old is not fun. Um, so you that, ought to be my age. Well, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, that's what, I'm I a shining <clears throat> example. You know, for years we've made fun of Larry and his various ailments, and now all of a sudden they're catching up to all of us here. So There's an over-under on me. Yeah. I make Larry's age or not. Yeah. But... Um, so anyway, in the in the meantime, we've all been doing Masonic things, right? I mean, yeah. a little bit, other than Josh, who doesn't think he does, but he really does do Masonic things. Um, but in all fairness, he's working a real job like twice as long as anybody oh, else. Oh yeah, so he's he's just ninety he's hours work. a yeah. week. It's a very tough schedule. It's tough. Pete. So I had this one thing, and I don't have a good segue, but. <clears throat> It's one of these things when, you know, in our lodges, we all ask for, like, sickness and distress and who's ill and, oh, my goodness, we should send them flowers or send them a card. 
or what you can do for a, a sick brother. <clears throat> and it's really funny because I'm learning that while I've been ill, my wife has been doing the lion's share of the work around mm -hmm. the house and doing everything. <clears throat> and like she's the one that needs the help. So I will say she belongs to a very nice church and her church people all really know and care about each other. But once again, and I'm pretty sure they're not listening. <laughs> um, but people kind of miss the point. So, like, oh, Pete's sick. Steph's busy. What can we do to help? So one, one group um, signed us up, and they ordered us those... Um, Hello Fresh or whatever, where they send these these meals. Well, these meals aren't cooked, and they're not even like the vegetables aren't even sliced. It's almost like a lesson in how to teach somebody how to cook, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is nice. But not what you want when you're sick. <laughs> but like, I'm the one that cooks in our household. Mm -hmm. My wife is the one that makes six figures. Mm -hmm. So. I don't care that she doesn't cook. She has a much more important job is keeping the roof over our heads. So now my wife, who doesn't really enjoy cooking, gets all these ingredients whole <laughs> and has to, like, dice and slice and do all these things. Like, your nice gesture actually costs my wife more work. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know if I mentioned she doesn't like to cook, but sometimes she's not that good of a cook. Well, <laughs> no, Pete, you did Stephanie, not say that. Please turn your radio off. <laughs> so, like, the first thing was like this, <clears throat> was a burger <clears throat> with all these, like, things and french fries made, you know, with, like, like steak fries, like from a whole potato. Mm -hmm. Steak fries are cooked black, and the burger is raw. And I'm sitting here, and I, I don't want to eat a raw burger, but I know how much work my wife just put into trying to. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm sitting here, I'm in pain physically, and now I'm being the bad guy for being petty and upset about this whole mess. And it's just like, I don't know. All of our lodges talk about how we can help somebody who's sick. There's one of my wife's friends that comes to my house every Wednesday, goes in the backyard, picks up dog poop, throws it away, and leaves. Never knocks on the door, never walk, never comes in the house, never interacts with us. And she is a saint. That, that's like the kind of nice thing you could do for somebody. So I just want to share, like, if you have somebody in your lodge that has cancer or for whatever reason they're just in it, they can't do something, drive over one day with your own lawnmower, just mow their lawn, and go home. Don't knock on a door. Don't tell them. Don't seek attention. Mm -hmm. Just 
do something like that that is going to be so much more helpful for them. Um, my wife and I can afford – in fact, we already order our groceries online. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. You know, but Jack, you have a fatherly comment on that rant? Um, no, not really. It, it's just, I mean, we've, you know, I noticed it as soon as I joined the lodge. I mean, you know, we talk about uh, orphans and, you know, widows, widows and orphans. I, we don't, we don't even do that. I mean, we, I think we've gotten into the habit as an organization. I think organizations do that. They just, there's a committee for that. And as long as I donate a couple bucks toward the committee for some reason, you know, my responsibilities taken care of. But, you know, that's not what it's about. It's not about, you know, just just help. Just do something. I mean, you know, and we all, uh, if there's anything you need. How many times have you heard that? Oh, all the time. Yeah, in the last two months. How many times have you heard? Oh. oh, if there's anything I can do. And I say it, and I know I sound like a jackass when I'm saying it. Um, because, A, nobody ever asks, Right. Because just nobody does, because you're going to tough it out regardless. But, um, you know, just like, you know, like I would it would never have occurred to me. And I'm not going to do this for you. I love you, but I'm not going to go pick up shit in your backyard. But (laughs) if if I were a different sort of person, that would be a great thing to do. Um, If it snows, I I could be there to shovel. I can do that. Right. Um, But, um, yeah, the dog. No, not the dog thing. But um, but that's the kind of thing. It, it's the stuff we take for granted that's, that just takes up a, a block of time that somebody, you know, a caregiver doesn't have. I think it also speaks to the fact that we need to know each other better. Yeah. Because there are some people, and the way you described it, you know, having to spend time with somebody just burns your energy that you're trying to build up anyway to deal with all the medical crap that you have to come across. And so in the example of the person who would come and mow the lawn and then just leave, that's wonderful. Oh, yeah. The the, the person that is your Masonic brother, you're not that close of friends. Right. To come over and hang out for a half an hour. Right. Would would be like an energy vampire to me. Exactly. Yeah. And so we need to know each other better. Um, when someone is sick is not the time to quote unquote, get to know them better necessarily, but we need to find a way to have the conversation about what, what is a real need and then take that and run with it without creating a situation where you're actually creating more work for the person or their family or whatever in your effort to provide help. Um, I mean, I've known you and Stephanie for quite a while, and, you know, if either one of you called and said, hey, can you do X, Y, or Z, I mean, I'd be there in a second. And I think we're close enough that 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 would occur. On the other hand, um, somebody from a lodge or somebody from whatever who you may not know quite as well, you know, our tendency is, no, I'm okay. I'll be all right. And so also, and I'm, and I'm bad too. I mean, I've been trying to get some stuff out from Tall Cedars for two weeks. Uh-huh. You know, I could ask people, and they would come over in a second. But it's hard when you're the person that's actually 
infirmed. Mm-hmm. For me, it's hard to ask for things. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, it's just my own. And that's part of it is, you know, as a, as a person with an ailment, how do we ask for help? How do we get ourselves to ask for help? Um, so on a complete aside rant, this has nothing to do with anything that we're talking about. So Jack, Jack just brought me a chair from my. To elevate his foot. So which can, is he stun- you know. so Jack's done his part. Good. So I'm, I'm, I'm relieved of all responsibility. But, like, like my, my phone uh, and the voice-to-text mechanism um, is so bad that I want to just throw the phone out the car window sometimes. <laughs> but I inadvertently left this re- recording voice-to-text. Oh, no. And so you've got half a show on it. It is friggin' spot on. I mean, it hasn't missed a word. How, is that, how does that happen if I'm telling it, Call Stephanie. It can't get that, but it it got a whole friggin' <coughs> ten minute rant on. That's so hilarious. Anyway, so rant done. So Pete, is there anything we can do for you now? Just no, I shouldn't take any more drugs if I'm going to the hospital. So. Any more? <laughs> <laughs> what don't right. What don't I know? Move the mucinex <laughs> away from him. <laughs> I think that's probably true. Well, yeah. well, Pete, please understand that my back feels really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Oh Lordy! Um, all right, let's take a, let's take another quick break, and we'll listen to some Hiram and Solomon. Hiram and Solomon. All right, sounds good. As far back as the mid 1800s, records exist describing the pre-meaning tradition of brethren smoking cigars during and after gatherings. To this day, the practice of smoking cigars remains very much alive in many lodges. This custom is considered a time for brethren to relax, exchange ideas, and enjoy the simplicity and fellowship that is the very essence of our brotherhood. This is what Hireman Solomon Cigars is all about. Our starting principles are to bring Masonic brethren together in the harmony of a good cigar. Pull up a chair, sit back, light up any of our premium cigars, and enjoy the history. Hireman Solomon Cigars can be found at fine cigar retailers. For a complete list, visit HiremanSolomonCigars.com or check them out on social media to find out when they'll be at a live event near you. Hireman Solomon Cigars is pleased to be the official cigar of the Masonic Light Podcast. And we're back. Uh, normally, at this point, we would. <laughs> I wish I had a camera. Wow! Oh what my gosh! Is that a microscope? Could were you looking at? I'm like, trying to look at the name inside the lead, the maple lead. Nicholas Lane. Larry Nicholas Lane. Nicholas Lane. Jesus God. <laughs> no, I don't think that's him. All right, but... I think we need to move the seven up away from Larry. Well, Larry, the bubbles are yeah, a little too much. Far out, man. So, uh, normally at this time, we would be saying a special thanks uh, to those who uh, are our Patreon supporters, and we want to continue to thank our Patreon supporters. We do. Um, For years, you have provided us with uh, support to keep this show going and the the, uh, equipment purchases that we've made and so on. Um, We have paused our Patreon uh, deductions 
for a period of time? One, because we were not putting out any good quality content. Yeah. But number two, um, we have a nice little cushion in the bank. We don't need to make any major purchases anymore. Yeah, we don't and never have made any money on this uh, property. We don't right. travel. Just, yeah. Like, we don't – maybe we should, but we don't at this travel. Point, at this point, we're, we haven't. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we just feel at this time, thank you guys. They have given us money. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And if um, we need to do any capital improvements, we'll beg you just like NPR. We'll be back. <laughs> But for right now, we'll have a sub sale. <clears throat> yeah. For right now, thank you. Yes, yeah. we appreciate it, and uh, we're just kind of give you. We're going to give you a break and not be greedy. Yeah. We love you, man. We will let you know well in advance of uh, when we if if and when we reactivate our. Uh, when we need bigger. to be greedy, we'll let you know. But right. we don't need exactly. to be greedy right now. Correct. So uh, with that, uh, we do have plans to bring you some great content in the future. Um, our next episode, Larry, you want to tell us just a preview <coughs> yeah. of that? Uh, on the 22nd. <clears throat> well, that's when we were. Uh, yeah, the 22nd of February. That's episode when we record 151. Show. 151, will, our special guest will be. Ba- uh, God, my voice is terrible. Barry Thiel. Now, Barry oh, is an entrepreneur, oh. uh, a nationwide entrepreneur, as a matter of fact. Very. Uh, uh, very strong in Freemasonry. Worldwide, G. Worldwide. Worldwide. Thank you. Yeah, more than national. So and plenty. he's a character, and he's uh, well-known in Pennsylvania Freemasonry circles. So it's going to be good to have him on. Uh, he'll be on in uh, episode 151. Yeah. And then after that, we have a <clears throat> pool of folks that uh, we're we- trying to track down and get them to show up on the night. Their work or their lodge keeps getting in the way. Right. And so it's always a, an interesting dance for us to find someone. We actually record our episodes on the second and fourth Wednesdays of the month. And then they come out the following week. Um, but we keep running into to meeting conflicts and so on. And so some of our guests we've had to struggle either to do online or whatever. But um, – just so you know, you enjoyed a collection, uh, as we call it, uh, the Dugapalooza, or the Dugathon, uh, with our episode that shall be numberless. Um, we appreciate Dutchy Doug for uh, his previous content and his ongoing content. You can look forward to another episode where he will actually be in the studio with us. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. Um, we're working on an episode with uh, Brother Doug Hitz uh, from the Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board. Uh, <clears throat> that will be at a date to be determined. Pete has some contacts with a worshipful master in Florida that we're trying to get together with. And then if you know of anyone that would like to come on our show, uh, let us know. Uh, you oh. can drop us an email or you can put us a message on Facebook. Uh, Larry is holding his finger up. I am. <laughs> Going to start uh, singing this little light uh, of mine. And I've also been in contact with uh, Nicholas Lane in Canada, and he's talking about coming down here to make a the visit. guy you didn't know five minutes ago. <laughs> I had a look at the <laughs> maple best leaf. What is it? I could I kept calling him Nathan Lane. I couldn't find him in my phone. Uh, he's definitely not Nathan. Not Lane. Nathan Lane. But I have been chatting with him, and we have talked. So basically, with Nathan Lane. Wants to make a trip was down. He in Birdcage. The last time, yeah, he was in <laughs> producers. Different producers, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's uh, last time he was here, we guy. had a we had a great time. He visited. He brought some 
Canadian whiskey and some of the god awful rye he brought down. But it was a, it was a good. We didn't drink it here though. By the way, no, no, no we would no, never no, do no, that. No, 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 no. But anyway, uh, yeah, we'll be setting some things up. All right, so. Um, I think we've had a good episode. It's been great to get back together tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. It really is. I mean, in spite of having to put a tourniquet on Pete over here. Um, it's with Bounty. Oh, Bounty. Bounty towels. A bounty and, tourniquet. And gaffer tape. All right. Whatever works, right? So, uh, Josh, uh, you got anything coming up other than 90 hours of week at work and producing this episode? Uh, not too much. Just uh, trying to... Uh I guess fulfill my Masonic obligations. Okay. Well, I can think of one you could, could fill real quick after this uh, episode. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm not even going to ask about that. That sounded really sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. Jack. Pay your dues. Pay, Pay your, your damn, damn dues. dues. Oh, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> God. Okay. Took me a minute, but Jack, I Jack, how about you? Same old, same old. I, I've um, been invited to participate in a couple of things that I didn't expect. Um, so I'll, I'll be doing those things. Uh, but mostly it's just trying to be a good Mason and um, share the light with the new guys coming in. That's my, it's kind of been my thing for a bunch of years now, and I see no reason to change. Great. Pete, how about you? Working hard to get the uh, Valley of Reading to uh, make the uh, Valley of Excellence Valley of Excellence Award. Yes, uh, we got we got got it last year for the first time, but the, it's a little harder this year for us. Mm -hmm. So uh, working on getting those numbers up, um, trying to get the members excited about the Pathfinder. Mm -hmm. um, the new guys get excited, but the old guys are like. Rah, 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 rah. Um, so we didn't do it that way when I first went through. Trying to get the old guys involved in Pathfinder. Um, <laughs> we've got um, Supreme Council coming up in Louisville um, in August. Um, I'm only a 32nd degree Mason, so but I am. I will be the secretary at that point. So I'm kind of helping out Jeff Moyer our good friend Jeff Moyer, who will be commander-in-chief at that time. So I'm trying to help out with him in getting bus transportation and meals and all the logistics and stuff done for getting our group out there. Yeah, good. And uh, the good news is that last day I won't have to do stuff with everybody else because I'm one digit short. So uh, I'm going to go to the – there's a bar called The Troll – under the bridge, and that's where I'll be drinking. Well, I was going to hear remark, however, that um, I, too, have a 32nd degree, and yet I will be also be going to Louisville, as can any 32nd degree. Uh, the the uh, sovereign commander has uh, uh, opened things to everyone except for the actual conferral of the 33rd degree. Uh, so if you are in Louisville or if you've never been to a Supreme Council meeting, talk to your valley, if you're in Scottish Rite, and come join Pete and I in Louisville for a great time. Um, there'll be a great time for fellowship there. So, Woot, woot. Are you bringing a date or are you hiring <clears throat> one there? I'm going to wait until I get there. Okay, good. What? 
<laughs> I love it when he tracks about four seconds behind us. <laughs> Larry, what do you got going on masonically? Uh, you just blew my mind. Jeez. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Ghost and Gridiron, I'll be there on Thursday. Uh, Tall Cedars, that's the end of the month, so I won't bother going into that. Uh, I'm, I'm still, I'm still. <laughs> we broke his He's brain. Speechless. We oh broke his brain. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm, that's it for me. <laughs> All right. Well, I have uh, several things coming up. Uh, after this episode comes out, uh, on the 18th, the Valley of Harrisburg is sponsoring a Valentine's Day gathering. Uh, actually, not on Valentine's Day, but that's the theme of it. On the 17th, our buddy uh, Seth Anthony uh, will be having his presentation at... Are you going to have a date for that, or will you get one there? Well, I'm leaving my options open, Larry. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like a timely joke. Yeah, right. Uh, Yeah, Seth is going to have his presentation as District Deputy Grand High Priest of the Grand Holy Royal Arts Chapter of Pennsylvania on the 17th. That'll be in Harrisburg. They're doing some good things over there. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. We could do a whole episode on that, but we won't now. Uh, If you are a secretary or treasurer in the 12th, 19th, 15th, or 1st Masonic Districts of Pennsylvania, uh, I'll be uh, in your neighborhood doing some trainings coming up. Academy of Masonic Knowledge, Larry, I'm surprised you didn't mention this will be on March the 18th. In Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, but it'll also be on a YouTube broadcast yes. near you. Yes. yes. And then, um, let's see, what else? Thursday night at the right. I mentioned that earlier. Um, if you've not had an opportunity, if you're part of the Northern Masonic jurisdiction, every other Thursday night uh, there's uh, an episode that's uh, live online. You can go to the Northern Masonic jurisdiction website um, to watch some of those really well done degrees uh, on online there. So, um, I guess that's about it for now. Um, Josh, I think it's time to. Uh, those chickens have got to be really hungry. At yeah, this point. I'm sorry I did not bring Walter with me tonight. Yeah, he Walter had, will be back engagement. perhaps at our next episode. Um, but, uh, all right, the chickens are loose, Larry. <clears throat> Special thanks to. Josh Lamberton, our producer and director, Huzzah. who really does a great job and did fantastic work on the Doug Palooza, by the way. You've got a good voice. You could be hosting very easily. You want to do it? No. Uh, special thanks to, uh, good Lord, Jack Harley, our news director, Tim. Me. <laughs> Tim. What's his name? God, Tim. Uh, our marketing box. Tiny Tim. Uh, and to our to our host who struggled to get the heck in here tonight. To the physicians of Lancaster General and Jefferson Hospital for getting us back on the air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Jim. Uh, our, our Pennsylvania uh, gastrointestinal. Our Masonic Light uh, contributors, Doug <laughs> Madford, Austin Schifrin, and uh, Michelle Snyder. Really, really don't have much else to say. I'm losing my voice. And well, there's, there's news. The back medication I took is really working very well. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. 
Uh, this is Larry saying hello and good night wherever you are. And somebody please take this microphone away. Take from a nap, me. Larry. <laughs> Back to sleep, boy. Very, very good. All right. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Good night.